0: It's another week, and it's another Coach Mac show on the Chippewa Sports Network. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Great news. Yesterday, the schedules were released. They came out on Wednesday. Central Michigan officially with six teams on their schedule. They'll open November 4th right here at Kelly Short Stadium, Western Michigan, and Toledo will also come to Mount Pleasant as well. So we'll talk to Coach McElwain all about that schedule, what practices have been like. And then we're going to get a couple more seniors on this week, both on different sides of the ball. We've got Ja'Cory Sullivan, who was one of the leaders in receptions and yardage last year. He's coming back this year and expect big things out of him. He'll join us. And then on the defensive side, Alonzo McCoy uh, out of Detroit also will join us on the show. And some excellent news coming out of the NFL, another former Chippewa making a 53-man roster. Coach McIlwain pretty fired up about Jonathan Ward being promoted permanently to the Arizona Cardinals. So we'll talk about that, the schedule, talk with a couple of seniors, and much, much more. Strap in, we've got a full hour of Central Michigan football talk coming up next right here on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. It's another week of the Coach Max Show, and this time we are in the brand new facility. Great to see you, Coach. Oh, you know, it's great. Isn't it great to be up here? What about this place? It's unbelievable, isn't it? This is my first time. I saw the downstairs a little bit, and I know we're in the hallway uh, joined by your offices throughout for all the coaches. It is beautiful in here.
1: Yeah, they did a fantastic job. I just I can't get over it in... in uh You know, the thought that went into it and and, uh, really how functional the building is 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 what we're really finding out. Um, They did an outstanding job, and and there's still a lot to be done. Um, You know, they we've got workers in here, in and out, doing uh, the last-minute punch list things. But any time you got a building this
0: size, I would imagine that punch list becomes pretty big. Do you ever just walk outside and just enjoy the view i mean right behind you we've got the stadium the biggest video board and the mac it's pretty good view up here yeah. outside of everything that's in the building
1: well think about the view for these new loge boxes right out here mm-hmm. on the patio i, I um it's going to be fantastic and and the thought even put behind the game day experience for the fans is is unbelievable and the structure itself what it's done to kelly shorts just, just kind of bringing it together and really has that bowl feeling now. Um, man, It's uh, this is a real place.
0: It kind of felt like something was missing. I know it was being built last year, but sure. it was kind of just like a hole in the ground That's as you right. guys had home games. Well, now.
1: I love the fact, too, you mentioned that hole in the ground. There was actually a worker that had to sit <laughs> in the hole during yep. game day as the field goals or extra points went down into that huge hole. Uh, he had to throw them back out. So uh,
0: <laughs> what a great place to watch a game from, right? I yeah. guess in the bottom. I think it's a, a yeah. little upgraded this yeah, year. Exactly. 2020 version. Well, and we're going to have games here. The schedule just came out uh, Wednesday, and the six-game schedule starts on November 4th. So just your overall thoughts of now having teams right. that you know you're going to play. November 4th at home. Uh, yeah. Right here on a Wednesday night, and uh, –
1: you know, I know how excited we are as a team, and, and the players were just so jacked up when they got the word. And uh, bringing Ohio to town this is a team, obviously, we didn't play last year. It's in a crossover game, um, you know, in a program that I've just in – in a coach that I've got unbelievable respect for, um, you know, how they go about their business, how they play the game. Their team is always disciplined. They're well-prepared. They know what they're doing uh, this is going to be right off the bat, you know, um, there's, there's going to be no, uh, no vacation, let's put it that way. We're going to have to get after it right off the get-go, but uh, seeing that and seeing how that, how it kind of works out, we're going to get two Wednesday night games and a Saturday here, um, you know, going on the road, obviously uh, in, in uh, our side of the division. Uh, you know, to NIU and in uh, Eastern Michigan, and, and finishing up at Toledo. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where it really, really, when you look at it and you think about a a, a season, man, this season's going to go quick. And um, there, there's there's <laughs> no taking a day off.
0: You know, sometimes in sports, they'll get closer to the end of the season. Those teams that are pushing to make the playoffs, and they say this this is a playoff game every yeah, single week. It's a great way. It's yeah. kind of what this feels like, right? It's it's six straight weeks to try and get into that championship game.
1: No, and and you hit it on the head. I mean, this is truly playoff football from game one. And uh, you know, part of the things that we preach to our guys uh, on a daily basis is, you know, the, we don't get any do overs and. Ultimately, in a season like this where you're literally in the playoffs from the get-go, boy, I'm telling you, there are no days off and and, um, you don't get any do-overs. We've got to do a great job of coming out of the gate, firing on all cylinders.
0: If you didn't check the schedule, go to cmuchippewas.com, but the six teams, Ohio, Northern Illinois, Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Ball State, and Toledo, the six opponents the Chippewas will face, Ball State, Western Michigan, and that first game against Ohio, all games that will be played here at Kelly Short Stadium. Let's start with Ohio because the schedule came out officially Wednesday. That's exactly four weeks from your first game Take us through kind of the prep process. Are you sure. already watching film on the Bobcats, or what goes into that?
1: Well, here here's one of the good things. Um, you know, uh, we do a summer plan on every team that we knew we were going to play. And uh, in this case, you know you're going to play your side of the division. Um, and so we do basically preseason scouting reports on every one of them. Includes uh, new coordinators, new assistant coaches, what they might bring to the table, where they came from, all that kind of stuff. Um, Obviously, we had Ohio in that breakdown, uh, figuring, you know, we were going to play them anyway. Um, So all of those things go hand in hand from that standpoint. But now what it does is allow you to go back to those reports and now refresh yourself as by opponents. And... Uh, as soon as we found out, uh, there's been a lot of Ohio film going around the building right now and, and guys matching what they saw in the summer and during the offseason uh, in, in their specialty areas as they put those plans together. And then we'll soon hear in about, oh, about a week and a half, we'll start to meet on certain situational things on all sides of the ball and the kicking game. Uh, in regards to Ohio as we kind of put our pl- practice
0: plans together. You talked a little bit about Frank Solich and the yeah. respect that you have for him. Have you had Incredible. any crossover when he was at Nebraska or with him at Ohio where yeah. you've come in touch with him?
1: Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, my son-in-law actually, uh, his his uh, grandfather was a longtime head high school coach, very successful in the state of Nebraska. And was a really good friend of Frank's. And uh, they go way back uh, to all his days, even as an assistant there at Nebraska. And and, uh, we had a chance to visit about that. And, and, uh, you know, just overall in the coaching profession, what this guy's done with a consistency and the way he does it, um, you know, I've I've got... He's one of the greats. And uh, his record shows that. So, um, you know, when you think about when he did take over at Nebraska really the last time they've kind of really been relevant, you know, was when he was the head coach there. So um, what he's done since he's been at Ohio and, and how he's done it is really how I really gained the respect for him.
0: Yeah. He's, on the east side so you you see him every once in a while not like you play the west teams every single year but it seems like every time we're talking about who potentially can get into the MAC championship at the end of the year out of the east ohio is always right there
1: that's the guy and and it's because of him and uh he's done an outstanding job with the culture that he's put in there and his expectations on how the game should be played um you know it's just a quality quality opponent and and uh you know, we're looking forward to see what they have. You know, this is, again, one of those – as as a coach that hasn't faced, you know, that program, you know, this will be new for me where, you know, we do at least get a little bit of, uh, okay, we saw some of these teams were playing from our side a year ago, uh, get kind of a feel for them. Um, you know, same head coaches, you know, all that kind of stuff going through. So uh, first look at Ohio and, and – uh, I can just tell you from what I've already watched, uh, we better strap it on because they'll come after you.
0: Well, we're looking forward to watching you and the team uh, get ready for that one, and it'll be here November 4th in just about four weeks, Ohio against Central Michigan here at Kelly Short Stadium. We're talking with Coach McElwain here on the Coach Mack show. I mean, you've got fall ball underway. Well, you've- you
1: know, I can't believe we've made it this long, and <laughs> you haven't given me a bad time about my new haircut. Well, it looks good. I mean, I got a free bowl of soup with it. Easy I can tell that. you yeah. just put this, yeah. you put there the ball go. on your head and just That's exactly cut around. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was waiting for you to, to get a shot at me early. Well, yeah. You know,
0: I was actually going to tell you, it looks nice. It looks like <laughs> you combed your hair as they can see on the radio right now. <laughs> That's exactly right. It looks right. like you've combed your hair. Okay. So you've got a schedule. Now you're in fall ball, you're moved into the building. It's got to start to feel like, Hey, this we're, we're about to get rolling here. Football season's almost here.
1: Yeah, and we had a great first week of practice. In fact, um, I, I was surprised at how far ahead we were. You know, I, the layoff was something that I was so nervous about. But it shows me that they really did a great job with the virtual meetings. They did a great job with the recall piece, you know, with the kids that are coming back. And some of those guys that were coming back did a great job with some of the new guys, you know, kind of indoctrinating them into how we do business and, and how we go about practice. We were very efficient in our practices. Uh, obviously, our numbers are down a little bit, but the practice uh, reps that the guys were taking, uh, we were able to get a great count on that. And and really, I was happy with kind of what shape they were in. I my hats off to what Joel did. You know those those five weeks leading into it, and uh, the guys uh, were excited to be out there, and and we had a great great week of practices and. You know, this was the first week now we kind of headed into a new little piece where we're doing our testing four days a week, uh, um, which is something that's a little different.
0: Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. So obviously that started Monday, October five. So what are the days and kind of what are the protocols for that?
1: Sure. Um, You know, we're testing four days a week uh, for us. Uh, That's Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. We actually kind of built in, we we built in this week uh, uh, weight workouts, position specific work and conditioning along with those test days. So we could get a baseline as to where we were as a program. And uh, um, I thought that was really important because we were testing, but it was a 25% of the roster basically once every four weeks. So I'm not sure we had a, a, a true baseline. Uh, this is going to allow us to move forward and now know what what we have to do, how we have to do it. Um, And we're looking forward to, uh, you know, some really good practices over the weekend. I think this has been good too because we're kind of in that little bit of midterm uh, Mm. time for the guys, you know, and I think the importance of making sure we hit those from an academic standpoint, gave them a little extra time that way. But really more so, Allowed them to get used to the testing schedule and how that's going to work, so they know what times they need to be here. Um, the Quest Lab people have been just fantastic uh, in how we're doing it, and you know the results. We get some instant results, and and if it needs to go any further, it's it's within 24 hours. So um, I think it's been really good, and it's it's been great to to see the guys and I tell you we. The, the 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 nurses who are doing the testing uh pulled me aside and said what great young men we have and uh that really made me probably more happy than anything that uh you know being courteous and and uh being good through the process. So that's been really good.
0: More than being good on the football field, good off the yeah. field as well, obviously as a human yeah. being.
1: Great to hear and, and uh you know it's something we pushed for when we got here is uh you know, treat others as you'd like to be treated. And, um, you know, that's uh, that's something I see a lot of these guys take to
0: heart. We're talking with head coach Jim McIlwain, a couple of seniors, Ja'Cory Sullivan and Alonzo McCoy going to join us later on in the show. Let's talk about a former Chippewa that's standing out on the field in the NFL. Coach, how about Jonathan Ward permanently yeah. being added to the Cardinals' 53-man roster?
1: You know, and and I, I, I just I, – I, I'm glad you brought it up, and, and you can tell by my smile, and I'm sure the people can see that on the radio too, right? <laughs> we can hear it. Is that what face. it is? Yeah, okay, yeah. but uh, you know, it was it was interesting because we were in a team meeting, and and uh, the night before, uh, Jonathan reached out to Cornell Jackson, is you know our running back coach, and said, "Coach, I'm on the I'm on the real squad," and said what he's how he built it, and it was through special teams, is how he got moved up to that 53-man roster. Uh, it was great to watch the game when he was in there and, and, and see him. And the excitement and really what he went through when you think about it, and I think it was uh, KP actually said to the team, you know, here's a guy that really didn't get a pro day because of COVID. Yeah. You know, um, and, and one of the things that we preach is you've got to be proud of what you put on film because ultimately that is your ultimate judgment. And he's a guy that was proud and and should be proud of what he put on film that gave him the opportunity to get into camp. And and then when he got there, he proved it. And uh, that's really what it's all about. So we're so excited for him. And and when Cornell announced it to the team, uh, the roar of the team was was outstanding.
0: I mean that's just another Chippewa in the NFL. I mean the, the dynasty continues of, of players getting developed here in Mount Pleasant by you and your staff, by previous staffs and then getting to the NFL and, and for Ward too. I mean, even before not having a pro day, didn't have the season that he was hoping for his junior year, but he came back out and had a tremendous senior season and look where he is now. Yeah,
1: tremendous. And and uh, you know, based on that previous year you, you maybe wondered a little bit, but but um, you know, i got to tell you, he's a guy that was a true team leader, um, did everything we asked, and uh, more. So uh, the work he put in and how he approached the game and, and how he approached his studies and, and all those type of things, I, I'm just I'm, – I'm really proud and, and happy for him and his family.
0: A lot of Arizona Cardinal fans now instantly in Mount Pleasant rooting for Jonathan Ward. You, and uh, You hit it on the head. That's right. Hoping that they can have a good year and he can contribute – well, we're just getting started here on the Coach Mac Show. I'm going to actually – well, let me leave this up to you. We can pick either Jacory or we can do Alonzo next. W- who do you want, Coach? It is your show.
1: It is, and I think Jacory was up here first. Okay. Um, So I think we'll go with, uh, you know, one of the Muskegon Big Reds. In, uh,
0: they haven't won any state titles there
1: in Muskegon, have they? N- not very many. No. No. And they very rarely get a plate for it. But <laughs> is that what it is? So, uh, But we'll, we'll get him up and uh, – and then we'll get Zoe up, and, and, uh, again, it's always
0: fun visiting with these guys. All right, senior wide receiver Ja'Cory Sullivan coming up next. This is the Coach Mack Show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. And we're back on the Coach Mack Show. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and a senior wide receiver Ja'Cory Sullivan joining us, Coach.
1: Well, and I'm I'm excited about this one because – Not only does this guy have a great history of being a winner as a Muskegon Big Red, but uh, really, I think, had a breakout year for us a year ago and really showed uh, what he was capable of and and really more than that, what he was capable to do to help the team be successful. And and that's been great to see. Ja'Cory, tell me how your day's going, man.
2: Uh, my day is going well, man. We got a good workout in today, the and then um, homework on the back end. Got that done and out, out the way. So good. my day is going pretty good. I can just chill for the rest of the day now. There you go. Tell me about that degree you're going to get, and, and what is it in? Uh, my degree is going to be in entrepreneurship, um, and then I minor in sp- sports management.
1: Right. I I saw you at a couple games working some of the sports management stuff uh, with the basketball last year, and uh, how's that been going? Okay. It
2: was fun. It was a good experience experience to be on the uh, the court Uh and being right in front of the players and in the middle of the crowd and all that. Good, good. Well, um,
1: so so tell me a little bit, like, how was it for you when we found out that we were – well, that's first of all, how was it when we found out when we weren't going to play and then how was it when we found out that we are going to play? How
2: was that to you, and how did you handle it? Uh, at first, it was kind of tough. Had to uh, readapt to life, a new a new life, I would say, just because you had to be like a regular student. And then um, with no football, I, like I don't have no outlet. Yeah. So I had to find something else to fill that void. And what I was doing with that, I um, tried to mess with the camera a little bit, Try to learn some things about recording and filming and then editing the videos at the end. And then, like, once we found out that um, football was coming back, of course it was a good thing for me, and I'm ready to go.
1: Right. Right. How was uh, – tell me how that first
2: week of practice went. Was it Was it an adjustment for you or how'd it go? The first week of practice, that, it was pretty tough just because of the mask, and then it was hard to breathe for us. and mm-hmm. um, It was new because we hadn't done anything with equipment on, so – had to just get back used to it. I knew after the first week of practice, everything was gonna be straight after that.
1: Yeah, I really felt. What did you think? I, I was telling Adam earlier about kind of our team's recall, you know, of of things, and and how do you think the off season with the uh, you know the Zoom meetings and all that kind of stuff did that help?
2: I feel like that helped a lot, but I feel like um, what helped the most was. Um, just the fact that everybody was putting in work. Like I never seen a lot of guys, as many guys as I did over the summer and the spring, even during the quarantine where everybody's supposed to be in the house, I seen a lot of guys out there putting in work by themselves and just going hard at it. So I think we're ready. We're ready. Well, that's that's a great thing. So
1: what what you obviously had an unbelievable year for us and, and became a guy that people had to know where you were on the field uh-huh. and tried to take you away and all of those type of things. Tell me kind of how you feel like
2: uh, the breakout happened.
1: You know what I'm getting at?
2: Yeah. At first for me it was um, – I would say it was kind of shocking because, like, I ain't never really get the ball as much as I did last year. And, like, I had to re- adapt to that too as well. And then I just let the game be be itself. Like, I just took it play by play. And did what I was supposed to do and execute it as much as I could.
1: That's it. That's right. I think uh – You know, the idea of just going out and win that play and don't worry about anything else is something you really did, and and it was great to see from a competitive standpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you coming in here, obviously, from a program like you were in, what were some of the things that you took kind of from your success in high school and and brought here to Mount Pleasant? Just uh, one thing
2: that Coach Fairfield mentioned a lot when I was coming up was just having grit. And being savvy on the field, and just letting everything out, no matter what's going on in the world. Whenever you come to the the field, in between those four white lines, just let everything out, and uh, play to your bet the best of your ability, and just give it all you got.
1: Sure. Now, um, you know when you, when you got here, you you probably never expected to go spend a year in a trailer, and <laughs> then uh, move into something like this. Tell me, kind of how that's been. Uh, I thought the trailers was pretty
2: sweet. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I they thought were. the trailers were pretty <laughs> – the trailers were pretty cool. But this facility right here is amazing. It's for sure new to all of us. And, like, it's just – everywhere I go, I'm just in awe. Like, look at that on the wall. Like, that's It's crazy. It's yeah. nice to me.
1: And and the new weight room, how, how's that been
2: other than it gave Joel a, a bigger toy to get after you guys yeah. with? Yeah. Uh, just in awe. Like – the the, the way room and like the new the new equipment that we got is it's amazing. Um I I know for sure he's going to get after us and put us through a lot of things. Awesome. So I'm ready for whatever you got. Man, that's great. Well,
1: I got to tell you something. Uh, this is uh is all these guys, you know, you you get to know them and and uh I of uh, of a lot of the guys on the team. This guy right here has probably grown more in front of my eyes uh <laughs> from just how he goes about his daily business and and how he's been such a great teammate—that that's really—and I think that can really a, be attributed maybe to the kind of year you had. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jacory is uh, a great team leader, and, and it's got another couple great years ahead of us. And and for us, that going into this season is going to be something special for him. And man, I'm glad he's a chip.
0: Yeah, I mean, last year, over 50 passes caught, 800 yards, three touchdowns. I just, one question before we we get to your teammate, what are are your goals after you have such a breakout year? Like Coach said last year, what are your goals now for this season? Uh, My goals
2: are pretty simple. I just want to double them, double every stat that I had, Uh, boost the catches, the yards, the touchdowns. I want to contribute more.
0: It's going to be tough to double the wins, though, Coach, because there's not as many games. So. No, we'll figure it
2: out. Okay.
1: We'll you know, out. I mean, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do whatever we can. And I think one of the things that goes a little unnoticed, too, is his work on special teams. I mean, he, uh, he's got, like, the most important role on our kickoff return team, which actually was very successful for us in the special teams. And uh, I think him understanding, and as we talked about, Jonathan Ward, you know. had yep. How did, he, how did he make it, right? Yeah. And uh, so I think that's a great thing for Ja'Cory as well.
0: Well, thanks so much, Ja'Cory Sullivan, for uh, coming on with us, and we're looking forward to seeing you play out there uh, this fall as we get, get going in November. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You got it. We'll bring on his thanks, teammate, Jacori. Alonzo McCoy, when we come back. This is the Coach Mack Show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Well, we appreciate having Ja'Cory Sullivan join us here on the Coach Mac Show. Jim McElwain here, and also we've got another senior, this side, uh, the different side of the football, Alonzo McCoy, a defensive back for the Chippewas. Coach, take it away. Yeah, Zo,
1: great, uh, great having you here, man. You uh, you aren't nervous or anything? Nah, I'm good, I'm okay, good. Okay, you all good? <laughs> yeah. All right, because let me tell you what, Adam will ask some pretty tough questions sometimes. You know, he'll get yeah. after you, so you got to be careful. All uh, right. uh, yeah, I was with him uh, last year, yeah, that's so right. good. You're good. good. He, that's remembers right. yeah. he remembers me. He remembers me. He's a veteran. <laughs> so, uh, Well, good, man. Well, Zoe, I know uh, you're from right down there in Wayne County at Redfield mm-hmm. Thurston. And, and uh, you know, it's interesting, I think, uh, you know, for you and, and for all of us is kind of when you go into football, how, you know, down there, like, when did you start playing? Uh, I started playing. I actually
3: started playing football when I was seven years old. I played uh, for the Eastside Falcons for the uh, Detroit Power League. Uh And ever since then, I've been playing, like, every year. Like, it's a year that I haven't played. So, like, this year is, like, my first year not having a summer of, like, football or just anything. So... Yeah, I've been playing for for a long time.
1: You know, <laughs> how how was that? Because, you know, you think about, you know, you're seven years old is when you started playing the game you love. And, and uh, um, when we got the word that we weren't going to play, mm-hmm. uh, what, what was that kind of to you?
3: It was – I was – I didn't know how to react because it was like, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, I <hear laughs> it you. was like I was at home at the time and I was mm-hmm. working with my dad and – um I think it might have been on Twitter or in, in our group chat where they yeah. said that we were not having a season. So I'm like, hey, Dad, they said we're not having a season. He's like, for real? Because he, he's yeah. a super fan, so he right. felt it more than I did at first because uh-huh. I didn't know how to react. So I'm like, all right, what do I do now? <laughs> so uh, came back up here. We had our workouts and stuff. And then, like, when school started, it was like, I don't like my <laughs> like, I don't was know, missing, Yeah. Yeah. Like I just feel like a regular person. So yeah. I just didn't feel like myself. So I'm like, I got to figure out how to be a regular person and, you know, go about my days without football. Cause 80% of my days is straight football. Like I can't watch film. I can't like come talk to y'all, like the coaches and my, be with my teammates. But then I just kind of buckled down and, like start working like what Jacory said. Uh, when he was here, like just working throughout the summer, it was crazy. Like in our group chat, people posting videos, doing crazy stuff, <laughs> chopping wood, <laughs> throwing wood. It was it was crazy. So it was just like a motivational piece for me kind of.
1: Sure, and uh, you know, y- y- when we get the word then that we do get a play, mm. you know, you think about the emotions that we're going through. How was that for you?
3: Uh it was more excitement for me uh-huh. because it's a – like I get to play, I get to do what I love. So right. uh, it was more of a, more excitement for me. I was able to see, like, the like expressions on your face, everybody <laughs> else's face, like this is what we've been wanting for. This is what we wake up every morning to do is to play football. So it was exciting.
1: <laughs> so, you know, during that time you had a chance, obviously, as a senior, and I know you kind of actually uh, – uh, got a break from a couple practices, you know, mm-hmm. at, at, towards the end, you know, to take your night classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But tell me about your degree and kind of where you're at that way.
3: Uh, I'm majoring in logistics and minoring in marketing. Mm-hmm. And I, I graduate this December, so this semester is real important for me. I don't sure. want to, I don't want to get behind on nothing i want to make so everything is set so i can graduate
1: man that's awesome so this december you get that diploma and, and let me tell you what the one thing i tell you guys all the time it's the one thing that will change your life forever yeah. is that degree and and that makes me so happy you you uh you know going back to the pow league mm-hmm. Tell me about, like, some of the guys, you you know, you, you, you play in different neighborhoods yeah. and this and that, and, and you get to know them. Did you have some of those guys you went through high school with or did you, you stayed in touch with? Tell me how that kind of worked. Uh Yeah, I'm pretty in,
3: pretty much in touch with basically all my friends. Like, <laughs> that's where somehow I made some of my best friends at. Uh, like, my best friend, Martel Pedaway, he was the running back at uh, West Virginia. Sure. But he transferred to Mid-Tennessee this past year. Uh, we we pretty in contact like every day. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like that's that's my best friend, and then I I made friends with guys that's in the league like Lavert Hill, uh, who else? Just uh, I was about to say Donnie Curley. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, uh, Jordan Jordan Lewis, all all those guys. So that
1: that you actually played in that PAL league with yeah. or against the, and that yeah. kind of stuff, yep. man. That that that's so cool. I I. You know, you think about those days of playing. You know, those, uh, especially the game of football at that age, man. They're, they're, those those relationships last forever. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, tell me how your first week of practice went, and tell me how that kind of knocking the rust off, uh, not practicing really since what the first of March. Yeah. Uh,
3: that first that first week of practice was it was different. Well, like when you first got here, the first week of practice <laughs> was different. But this week was like totally different because we had the whole thing to cover our faces and like I'm looking at my teammates like, can you breathe? <laughs> like, like, can you breathe? Like, so it just it was just it was just a like adjustment type thing. So just adjusting to getting like the face mask and just it was just practice for me. I feel sure. I I actually enjoyed myself being out there. Like yeah. I'm running flying around because. Mm-hmm. I was loving it. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: you know, you, you mentioned, you know, kind of it has the shock of practice, I guess, since we've been here, mm-hmm. it was obviously a, a change for you, the mm-hmm. year one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Big difference. Yeah. <laughs> how uh, How's it been for some of the new guys, you know, going through kind of how we go about it? Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that were you able to help them a little bit as far as how practice goes?
3: Well, most of the time i'm in a db room so dante and Day-Day, they've been they adjusted like 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 they've been here for a while that's awesome they, like they practice habits been pretty good uh they've been watching film paying attention in the, in the in the uh in the meeting rooms and like they've been doing they've been doing pretty good in my opinion yeah so all i just been trying to do is just guide them in the right way let them know like tips and stuff and you know just keep them going keep them put keep pushing them forward because they got bright f- bright futures yeah they do Speaking
1: see speaking at dayday Day hill and dante kent and, and a couple of the true freshmen that are yeah. here and then i guess uh, richard bowens has joined yep. that kind of room in some you know nickel yep. and some of that kind of stuff as well so there's some new faces in there and it's been great to have a leader like zo to kind of lead those guys and show them the way that we expect it to be done yep. right yep. um you know with uh the idea of uh Moving forward with the season, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we found out we're going to open up with Ohio, yep. and uh, you've obviously been here longer than I have. Yeah. Have you played against them? Yeah, I played Ohio once. Okay. Yep. So, give me the scouting report, man. <laughs>
3: uh, Well, I know one thing. They're going to try to run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're going to try to run the ball. Um, uh, I don't want to speak bad on them. No. No. So. Uh, th- they they're a pretty solid team last yeah. time we played them it was it was a dog fight and sure. we ended up winning the game but I it was gotcha, they man. they were pretty good so yeah. it's gonna be a game that we gotta prepare and we gotta come out with a with a with an end goal in mind sure so
1: the uh the the uh workouts themselves that we kind of did early you know mm-hmm. kind of getting ready for the combine. Tell me your yeah. experience kind of with that and what you thought about those and in uh you know, to get us ready to practice. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I honestly think that was a great experience, especially in, in my position because I have only one more year left. So mm-hmm. I was able to figure out, like, I was able to see, like, what's what's in the future or, like, prepare for, like, what to prepare for. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a great learning experience for me. Uh, it was a good chance to get in front of some scouts and show what I can do. Um, I feel like – that that combine that combine was able uh, gave me the opportunity to like show show what I can do, especially at a I wouldn't say smaller school, but not a Big Ten or sure. ACC school. We we got the ups on on the other schools, so that that's was right. that was a great experience.
1: No, that's great. Well, I tell you what, one of the things that you talk about a true leader back there and, and a guy that everybody on this football team respects quiet by nature when he's out there (laughs) but when he speaks man they listen and that's really what it's all about Zo, I'm just so happy you're a chip and so proud of you about getting that degree in December Uh, now let's go ahead and go win some games what do you think oh yeah all
0: right (laughs) love it you think you got a a couple more interceptions left in you because he was one of the leaders in that (laughs) category last year yeah
3: yeah me me and Troy Brown we led the team in interceptions so now, now we competing, <laughs> and now everybody else on our on behind is trying to catch up to us. So that's 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 more competition for us. So
1: that's gonna make us play even harder. So
0: both got three yeah. last year. Let's see if you yeah. can get a few more this year, yep, right? Yep.
1: You know, yep. one of the things I preach to these guys on defense is the idea in the game is for them to sit on the bench as much yeah. as <laughs> possible, right? Those,
3: you, you said those the greatest games played. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we're looking forward to it, especially that first game coming up against yep. Ohio. Senior defensive back Alonzo McCoy, thanks so much for your time tonight.
3: Thank you, thank you. Thanks,
0: El. yep All right, when we come back, we'll uh, finish up with Coach McIlwain right here on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. All right, our final segment here on the Coach Max show. Great to talk with a couple of your seniors, uh, key players both offensively and defensively, and can't wait to see them compete this fall.
1: Well, and I think, you know, it's just – you know, to get the listeners just to kind of get to know them a little bit. Um, and, you know, even uh, for myself, going into year two, you get to know the guys. There's a better comfort level as, as you go. And those are two seniors that, that are great leaders and, uh, you know, really do a great job with our team, both on the field but in the locker room as well. And, uh, you know, guys that really bust their tails to, to
0: help us all get better. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what they can do here in 2020. It is our favorite time of the show where you get questions from fans and you get to hear where they're from as well.
1: Well, you know, I'm wondering if we don't take this segment at maybe some point in time and we can actually maybe have a Butterbud Light from the Fabiano yeah. brothers, right? And
0: I think this is a great time to maybe do that. I think so. Right? That we are of kind the... of at like a dinner table. Yeah. You're all the way across yeah. from me. No, I, you're, that... you're not just socially distanced. You're like an extra six feet socially <laughs> exactly distanced right. from me. That's exactly right. I uh, just
1: didn't want you to get up close to this haircut because yeah. you would have really been able to rise me. Would have been
0: blinded a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's go with uh, Glenn from Frankenmuth, Coach. We're and going with
1: Frankenmuth on
0: Glenn. We're going with Frankenmuth because okay. he, he didn't send in where he was actually from. So Frankenmuth is the winner this week. Okay. Do all the players get an extra year of eligibility, even those that play this fall?
1: Yes, uh, great question. Um, the NCA passed a uh, uh, legislation to allow them actually basically a uh, free year, for lack of a better term. And... You know the decision for these guys now becomes, especially some of these guys that that are uh, on to graduation and maybe you know after this year are ready to move on. You know, yet they still have an opportunity now, and and everybody's granted an extra year of eligibility, and and I I think that was the right thing. You know, it was. It was such a strange thing. You had, you know, people that opted out. You had, you know, people that were un- uncertain. Some leagues weren't going to play. Some leagues were going to try in the spring. You know, all this kind of stuff. So uh, the uncertainty of it, I think the NCA did the right thing in, in really giving everybody a year of eligibility uh, past this
0: year. Here's a follow-up question from Adam from Mount Pleasant. <laughs> okay, Adam. When do you have those discussions? Because obviously the players have the decision to make, are they going to come back for that extra year or not? Is that something you talk with them about after the year Absolutely. is over? Absolutely,
1: yeah. We, we, uh, and, you know, like even with, with uh, any of the opt-outs or even with uh, guys that choose to transfer, you know, ultimately my all I want is them to be happy, right? And, look, if if, if they're ready to move on, you know, we hug them and, and – you know, if they want to come back and, and give it another year, let's go do it. You know, those are the things that really what we do is, is leave it up to each individual. And it's a choice and a decision that they have to look at and, and decide what they want to do. But uh, there again, I, I just think it's a fantastic rule to
0: give these guys an option. Question two comes from Jeremy. He's also from Mount Pleasant. He says, here's a special teams question for you. We have talked a little bit about that. He says, with Ryan Tice and Brady Buell gone, you're left with a lot of younger guys at those positions. Who are you expecting to step up there this season?
1: Well, the kicking spot, um, you know, Marshall Meader is is a guy that, that – uh, uh, now is he from your
0: high school? He is, so I'm personally rooting for him
1: a well, little that bit means, extra. That means probably he knows about soccer. Then is that is that what the deal is? I think he did play some soccer. Uh, okay, so. well he kicks it well, <laughs> so maybe that's why. But uh, and uh, Adam Jennings, who was with us last year as well, uh, those two will handle the kicking duties, and uh, and then uh, you know Elzinga, who we had as a true freshman last year, the red shooter for us. He's got a huge leg, and uh, we're excited to see him back there now. Obviously, you know, putting your kicking uh, in charge of freshmen, you know, yeah. can get a little dicey. But I think these guys are ready to handle it and and ready to go. Uh, we do have our snappers back, which is good, and then uh, breaking in a new holder in uh, Mark Petrito, who's got fantastic hands. He's a great athlete, and the one thing I will say about that that really makes me excited about that at the holding spot for the field goals and extra points. He's a real
0: athlete that maybe we can do some things out of that and catch some people on, off guard. Awesome. And our final question, uh, Karen from Midland says, with no crowds at the games or perhaps limited crowds uh, this season, what are some of the things the team can do to create their own energy in yeah. game?
1: You know, it's so important for us, um, especially at home to start with, that we understand and we respect this stadium. And um, one of the things that we've preached since we've gotten here is, you know what, the most important thing you can do is, is you defend your home turf. And, you know, for us coming out of this new tunnel, um, hitting this field, um, you know, we, we've got to take care of that. And, and I think the guys really respect it. It goes back to how we practice. You know, we don't practice in the stadium at all unless we have a scrimmage or unless it's a game. And we try to do that for the reason of, obviously, first of all, being able to practice on the grass is easier on the legs and and some things that way. But um, it's got to be something special when you walk into that place and into that stadium. And and so, uh, you know, for us, uh, we'll take that as we do that. And uh, it will be different, no doubt about it. But we have to know all those fans that are there rooting for us that, that want us to you know, do well and, and win. And uh, it'll be kind of like uh, last year, I guess, where when we played at uh, Bowling Green, I think it was when we came out of the tunnel and it looked like a spring game
0: crowd out there. So I told our guys, shoot, we've already done it. We already got, the, got used to it. <laughs> and uh, just to remind folks, uh, last year, in the first season in the Jim McElwain era, 6-0 and at home, and they never trailed here at Kelly Short Stadium. So uh, go ahead and keep doing that every year. Did you, you say never trailed? Never trailed. Think really? about that. Did I not tell you this before? I don't mean to put extra pressure on you, but you never trailed last year in this stadium. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So tell the, tell the guys. Yeah. Don't you know? throw that one out there. Well, hey, I got to we... get back to work now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. You got a tough, tough, <laughs> tough way to follow up last
0: year. Uh, Coach, well, hey, we're, we're looking forward to it. I mean, uh, like we said, the fall ball is underway. This building looks tremendous, and you now officially have a schedule. Things are going to get started midweek in November. Can't wait to see your Chippewas take the field.
1: Yeah, I'm just uh, excited for the kids, excited for everybody behind the program. And, uh, you know, I know the fans out there. It's, it's uh, whether you can be here in person or not, uh, you know, knowing that your chips are going to be playing,
0: man, that, that, that's something that's uh, pretty awesome certainly is. This was uh, another great show, and uh, hey, you want to do this again next week? Let's do that. And I think during that,
1: I think we'll change that. I think the the question <laughs> and answer kind of deal. I think I think that'll be the Fabiano Bud and Bud Light Perfect. segment. Perfect. All right. You think maybe we can get that?
0: Yeah. I just I want to make sure you weren't going to turn this on me and interrogate me. That's where I <laughs> thought this was going. No, I won't <laughs> do that. I won't do that. All right, coach. We'll have a great week. You all have a great night, and we'll talk to you next time.